0: If you're going to dress revealing, don't be surprised when you're sexualized, because that's just the reality of it. Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping It 99 here, season two. Um, But this is, you know, we're starting a little bit of a separate series. As you can tell, I'm not with a guest. I'm by myself at home. Um, So we're starting a little new series here. It's called My Thoughts On, basically. It's not going to be consecutive series. It's not going to be episode after episode. But I will give my opinions and my thoughts on certain relevant topics uh, and things that you know have to do with life and have to do with the world and society of how as how it is today. So today, um, the day of, the, of recording is Halloween, and today's subject is my thoughts on Halloween. Um, I will I will make a quick disclaimer that. Uh, my opinions might not be shared by the vast majority of people and that they might not be the most popular opinions, but they are my opinions and in the same way. you know, I'm not trying to offend anyone or say anything about anyone. Um, This is just personally what I believe about this certain thing, and that goes for this entire series and anything I say on the podcast in general. So just make sure to keep that in mind as you are listening. Uh, So just a quick overview of what we're talking about today. We're talking about Halloween, obviously the origin of Halloween, you know, what's my opinion, uh, what the church's opinion on it is, how it affects you as an individual, uh, the culture behind it, and, you know, we'll just get into, you know, modern day. What does Halloween look like and why I think what I think about it. Um, So let's start here with the origin of what Halloween is. Um, Halloween is a Gaelic holiday, or the origin of it is a Gaelic holiday. Uh, named Samhain, I think, if I'm saying that right. I'll put the... con you can put the name down here for it. Um, basically, it is it is a holiday where um, Gaelic people uh, used to celebrate uh, back in the day. And they celebrated uh, sacrifice, through sacrificing of animals and through certain rituals. And it started off as celebrating uh, the Lord of the Dead and praising the Lord of the Dead. Obviously, this is before... Um, this is before. This is uh This is like before Christianity reached that that part of the world, before uh, Christ and all that. So, this this was a pagan belief that the Lord of the Dead. Uh, you pray to them, and they do certain rituals to, um, to kind of celebrate the dead. And it, the, this, holi- this holiday, this holiday is satanic in origin, um, as because the Lord of the Dead is, uh, you know, in in christian society we would attribute that to satan so it is a sat- satanic holiday and it's there's a lot of divination going on it's a lot of people you know, going around reading palms stuff like that this is the origins of it so obviously the, this stuff isn't celebrated as much now i mean you still see the spiritual the ghosts but it's more of um it's more turned into like a culture a culture thing nowadays where people just do it just for fun and i'll get into all that later but you know, it's important to understand the origins of it, because if you understand the origins, you know, you'll understand a lot of the other perspectives uh, that aren't just, you know, Halloween is just for fun, especially the church's perspective, because um, specifically the Coptic church is a very traditional church. It, it it really likes to look at, you know, what does the past tell us about the future? Like what is what happened? Tell us about what's coming, which is a very good way to look at life, because history um, History does a very good job of explaining, you know, what we should do for the future. So I think that, um, in that aspect, the church is right, that it uses retrospective analysis to determine what steps to take and what things to do in order to limit the, in, in order to limit, um, the negative implications of a lot of things on today's society. So. Going off of that, you know, off of the origins of Halloween and how the church looks at it, you can assume that the Catholic Orthodox Church uh, does not believe in Halloween, does not practice it, thinks that it is a satanic holiday, which is correct. That is that is what they believe. And, you know, a lot of people may be asking, well, what about, you know, other churches? So the Catholic Church actually came out with a statement. Uh, this is hundreds of years back where they kind of made an attempt to change it into a saint's day where you Celebrate the saints, and they did this in union with another day that was celebrated on May 13th. I forgot what the exact name of it was, but it's it's the same idea where it's you know we're celebrating people's past lives, and I understand uh, the the Catholic output on this. I think that um, it is important to celebrate the saints Uh, in the Catholic Church. We have the Feast of Nehruz, which is a two-week start uh, feast of remembering the start of the new year, where we celebrate all the saints. However, I think that uh, this is summed up perfectly by the words of uh, His Grace Bishop Yusuf. He says, "Pagan practice cannot become Christianized," and you know th- this. This shows a very interesting take on this, where you see throughout the history of Christianity that Christianity took on the culture of a lot of places. You know, obviously, I only know a lot about Coptic Christianity, so I can only speak so much about about other types. But in Coptic Orthodoxy, Saint Mark came to Egypt and you know, took the culture of the Egyptians and made it Christ-like, and there's a lot of things that we do that were very pagan. Uh, A lot of the hymns that we sing, their origins of their, their musical origins come from uh, pharaonic uh, funeral rituals, so obviously there is a positive implication to, to, you know, taking a culture and kind of putting Christ into it, but I think in this scenario, the issue with doing something like this is that it can be taken out of perspective so easily. And you see that in today's society that, sure, the Catholic Church puts Saints Day on it, but how many people, including Catholic people, do you see that really celebrate this as a Saints Day? Um, and I'm not saying that that is particularly um, wrong to try to, to try to change things for the better, but I think something that is so satanic in nature uh, from the origins of it, it's so hard to to take that and turn it around. It's not even just a pagan thing. It's not like a oh you know I'm it's just like an atheist thing or oh I believe in the sun god. It's you're celebrating the god of the dead and to try to change that into something to celebrate the saints of the church. I just feel like you know the issue with that is that it it, it makes it so it makes it so hard to really separate you know separate that that um, enigma from the day being about the dead, about, you know, souls and spirits, and then what it's become in the modern day, which we'll get into later. It's so hard to remove that aspect of it from uh, the celebration itself, which is why I think the Catholic Church, I think that's their shortcoming uh, when they come to the saints day. Not to say that, you know, it's completely wrong, but it's definitely a shortcoming. As you can tell from all, what I'm saying, you can probably guess what my personal opinion is. My personal opinion is um, Halloween has, is... Is not a holiday. I'm going to start with that. I don't think it's a holiday. I think it's it's one of obviously it's a free country. You do what you want. Um, you know, I'm not holding this upon anyone. I'm not saying that anyone should be following what I'm saying. I'm just giving you know my thoughts on it. And I think that uh, the issue with Halloween, there's so many issues with it. But I think the main you know you know front force issue that we can see is that you know you you can't you can't just ignore. You can't ignore the past of it, you know, in, in the society we live in today, we do a very good job of never ignoring the past, especially in America nowadays with all the different movements we have, uh, for social reform. They're always so focused on, you know, this is what happened in the past. We need to change. Now we need to change the future, make sure this doesn't happen again. You know, all of this, this, and that was institutionalized back in the day. And there's still effects holding on till now. So if we're going to use that logic in our societal reformations and in how we go to -to day-to-day business, we should hold the same, you know, standing for all things, right? There can't be this double standard that, oh, when it comes to us having fun, now all of a sudden it's okay. So I think that's kind of the issue. I have the issue I have with it is that if you are going to recognize the origins of a lot of things that in modern day society that you see as wrong, and you see that you know, there's institutional, for example, like institutionalized racism. If you're going to make an argument that there is institutionalized racism and that it continues to America to this day, then you have to make the same argument that Halloween is institutionally satanic. I'm not com- I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying that Halloween is at the level of racism. Don't take my words out of proportion. But when you talk about the two things, like when you, when you talk about how Halloween is just for fun, you can't say that. Uh, if you're going to, you can't ignore the past, the origin, you can't do that. If you're not going to do that for other things, not saying that they're equal, but it's the same, you know, you can't have two different standards for, uh, for the way that you look at things. So I, I think that that's, that's one very big issue with the logic behind Halloween is just for fun. Um, cause it, 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 it either can't be for fun or it, like, it, sure. You can say it's just for fun, but there is an effect. That is beyond that. So, and I think that this ties into, you know, like how does Halloween really affect people? Um, I think a lot of people overlook this. And I think personally, like when I'm talking to people, when I, you know, they're talking about Halloween, talking about dressing up and all this stuff, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, dressing up and candy. There's really not. There's nothing, there's nothing, you know, intrinsically wrong with those activities because. You're just dressing up and eating candy. Like there's nothing intrinsically wrong with those. However, it's it's the principle. And I think that kind of goes back to my point where, you know, it's not about, oh, you're just having fun. It's about, you know, what is the what is the overlaying principle behind it? And I think that goes for a lot of things in society nowadays, where a lot of people take things for surface value and they take things for, you know, what they can see. And they don't really look at what is the underlying you know motivation or the underlying origin or the meaning behind it and it's it's really interesting it's really interesting for people to see the people that you know when they look at certain things like you know certain societal issues they look at it through a lens of you know something needs to change now and that the past you know we can't ignore the past and yet you can ignore the past for something that benefits you it's this double standard that is not just something that goes on halloween because you know halloween really is not that that important um but it's something that you know goes throughout all of society in general where you see all these double standards of people caring about certain things and then not and then using different uh different rubrics if you will um, to justify certain things so that's my personal issue with halloween i think that it doesn't make sense in society it, it doesn't make sense and I'll, I'll get into you know a couple reasons why specifically i really don't like how halloween is celebrated nowadays um so my first one is, is the effect on people and this is you know there, there's a spiritual effect and there's a physical effect so i'm going to start with a spiritual one um the spiritual effect of this is it's actually not as obvious as people would think you know it's something that i said uh in the last podcast about you know not putting yourself in certain situations and Halloween is not how people celebrate today. They don't celebrate it satanically, at least the majority of people. There's still people that do witchcraft and stuff. Uh, we're not getting into that. Majority of people just dress up, eat candy, whatever. However, going back to the last one I just made, you're still partaking in something that was a celebration of Lord of the Dead. Even if you're not taking it in that manner today, that's what it was. And so to ignore that, you can't. you can't do that. Because what it does, right, is that it it allows you to be like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. What's the big deal? I'm just having fun, you know. What's the like, you know, what's the big deal? It's harmless, and I understand that, and I I completely agree. Celebrating Halloween is, you know, as a one-time thing is completely harmless. I agree hundred percent. The same thing, you know, with with the with the partying thing I said, you know, on last week's podcast, it's the thing, the same thing. Partying in of itself, you know if you go to a party and you don't drink, you don't do drugs, don't have sex, there's nothing wrong with you being at a party, right? There is nothing intrinsically wrong with you being at a party. And if you're of age to drink, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with you, you know, taking a drink, right? There's nothing wrong with those things. However, when you surround yourself with that type of stuff, you start to fall into those things. So for someone who's an underage you know, individual, it's not wrong to show up to the party and hang out with your friends and talk, but if you keep going, you're going to end up doing those things that are intrinsically wrong. So in the same way, you go to a Halloween, you, you know, you celebrate Halloween. You go trick or treating. There's nothing wrong with going to people's doors asking for candy, in a you know, monsters in costume. There's nothing wrong with that. However, it opens the door to your mind of things that are seriously satanic. Like, like everyone would agree, it's still satanic. And I know that I know that a lot of people think that is extreme. And I agree to you to some extent that, you know, it it might be an extreme take. However, it is a possibility. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I would suggest to anyone, including myself, that the only thing you don't want to take chances on is eternity. Because, you know, your 80 years on earth is not going to match eternity uh, in heaven or hell. So I think that a lot of times it is good to play safe and to be like, you know what, I'm not going to do this at all. Just in the case, in the, in the possibility that something might go completely wrong. So I think that's, you know, why celebrating Halloween, I'm talking about trick or treating right now. Okay. I'm getting to the other stuff later, but the trick or treating, like with your, with your kids, I think there's, there's a big issue with trying to institutionalize kids into being okay uh, with things that are, you know, have origins of, of of transgression I think that there's something wrong with just allowing kids to kind of you know dress up as ghosts and dress up as witches and stuff um, when I say kids I say anyone you know up, up through high school uh, it's just I, I don't see the the value I don't see the you know the 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 positive implications of that and a lot of people will tell me I'm, I'm boring but that's fine I don't really care if you guys think I'm boring but it, there's a lot of things that there are a lot of small things about it that are just really off, you know. And so, you know, the same way that you know the inability for for someone to keep themselves spotted from the world, you know, it causes further, further larger sins. Like, you know, you're not going to see the little little ant that comes and nibbles at your feet, but you're going to see the big boulder. So you're not going to do the big sins, but you're leave the small ones, and it'll lead to the bigger ones, you know. But and then the same way, you know, the harmless the harmless Halloween can lead to those satanic beliefs, even though that might be a little bit rare. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, satanic beliefs are something that are almost extinct. Um, but they're creeping up in different ways now than they used to be. It's not like people are going around, you know, doing bonfires and walking around and burning people alive. Like, it's not that, but You know, it's more of like a resistance thing. Like if you can't resist the easy fun of, you know, doing something that is intrinsically, uh, has origins that are something that is wrong, you know, how are you going to stand up to the bigger things that actually matter? Which I think is a very important discussion that as human beings we need to have with ourselves and with each other is that this level of, you know, accountability of oneself where we feel like in this society we can do whatever we want which is, I mean, it's true, it's a free country, but, you know, there has to be a moral standard. Um, whether that moral standard be, you know, in, put into law code, whether it's a religious moral standard, whether it's a personal moral standard, you know, there has to be a moral standard. And, you know, there are satanic beliefs popping up today that informs that, that, you know, weren't back in the past. And I'm not going to get into those because that might get me a little bit of, of some controversy. But it is important to um, try to resist the things that, could possibly lead to something worse in general, not just when it comes to Halloween. And that leads me into my next point, which is the party culture of Halloween. Um, this is a pretty loaded subject because, I mean, we're going to go off what I said last week on the podcast, partying in general. I personally, this is, a, again, a personal opinion, my thoughts, have a very, I personally have a very big issue with partying at, at any level. When I, when I say at any level, I mean at any age group. When I, when I say partying, I mean like partying with alcohol and drugs and, and sex. That's what I'm trying to say. Any age group, from high school to college to post grad to in your 30s, I have issues with it across the board. And here's why. I think on the last podcast, you know, I, I didn't really do a good job of fully explaining why. So I'm, I'm going to make it as clear as I can um, about why I believe that partying is specifically. Alcohol, drugs, sex is wrong um, in a casual sense. Uh, sex in a casual sense, sorry. So here, here's the issue, right? So we'll start with with people who are underage drinkers. Obviously, that's a law. You, you cannot drink under the age of 21 in America. Whether you like it or not, that's the law. Uh, something we said in the last podcast, you have to respect the laws. Sorry. Respect the laws of the country you're in. So I think that it's very important that 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 first and foremost is is very obvious that you must respect whatever laws of wherever place you are, no matter what, whether you believe in them or not. However, I will say that partying, there's first off, drinking till you're drunk is there. There's no positive things outcomes that come out of it. You cannot convince me that the fun, the fun that comes out of you know drinking, you're, you're drinking until you're drunk makes any sense right it's not actually fun um you wake up the next morning you, you, you feel like you're about to do- die. You feel, you feel so sick you know out of your stomach um you do st- people do stupid stupid things when they're drunk i've never understood what's the what is the benefit of being completely you know completely uncontrollable of yourself it makes zero sense um so you know, being drunk, there's there's zero purpose in being drunk, and you cannot you cannot convince me otherwise. You cannot. So uh, that's not something you can have a debate for. Um, drugs, getting high on drugs is one of those other things where, sure, you're in control of yourself, but, I mean, for you to sit there and not even, you know, be, you know, completely there and just kind of like floating around in your own bubble. I, again, I don't get the point. I, I don't get the point, and especially if you're in a party situation, If you want to tell me that partying is for socializing, why are you high? Because fun fact, when you're high, your social skills kind of, you know, you just start like, you're on like cloud nine, you don't even know what's going on. So, um, that's why, that's why I say, if you, if people tell you they're going to parties to socialize and they're getting drunk and doing drugs, they're not there to socialize, they're not because they cannot socialize normally when you're in either of those two situations. And the last thing with parties that I think is wrong is sex. Um, I believe that sex belongs only in marriage. Um, and it's not just my opinion, it's the church's opinion. It's honestly a lot of, a lot of people, you know, the, the momentum is switching from, you know, this progressive, have sex all you want, drink all you want, throw your life away, your 20s are for partying. Uh, society's kind of shifting away from that now, which is, is really good to see. Um, we're starting to see more people kind of take more ownership of their life. Um, you can attribute that to uh, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, people like those um, who are big advocates for the traditional lifestyle. And I, I get it, the traditional lifestyle. Some people will think it's boring, but I think there's a, me- there's a benefit to it. And, you know, th- this brings me to another conversation, which is kind of off topic, but I'm talking about it anyways, which is, you know, purposeful benefit. And then just having fun and doing whatever you want, you know, having fun is great, right? I having fun is is amazing, right? Having fun is great. I believe you should have fun all the time. You should have fun in whatever you're doing all the time. However, you can't just have fun and have no purpose behind your fun. What I mean by that is if you're going to have fun, do something useful and have fun, right? Do something useful and have fun. So what I mean by that is if you're going to have fun, Do something that helps others, helps yourself. You know, if you want to read, if you think that's fun, if you think reading's fun, read. Reading's great, you know. If you think educating yourself on certain topics is fun, go do it, educate yourself. You know, if you think building stuff is fun, do it, build, you know. But saying, I'm going to have fun by getting wasted. There's no benefit, like in 10 years from now, you know, nothing good, nothing beneficial is going to come out of you getting drunk or high or whatever, or having sex all the time. Nothing positive comes out of that. Nothing. You cannot tell me, you cannot convince me otherwise. Nothing. However, all these other things, reading, I don't know, building stuff, even playing video games, has some sort of benefit to you. Even if it's tiny. Some sort of benefit. So, that, that, that's why I say, like, when, like people, always, people always ask me, like, how do you have fun? People think I, I'm boring and I have no fun. I have tons of fun. I have tons of fun. I have fun all the time. You know, I'm always out with friends. I'm always, you know, talking. And because I love talking, uh, as you can tell from this podcast, I love filming these podcasts. You know, I love sports. Like that's what I consider fun. And that's what I would do for fun. I would never choose to go get knelked up on a Saturday night for fun. I enjoy going to church as well. That's something that I consider fun. So I think there's healthy ways to have fun and there's unhealthy ways to have fun. And the unhealthy ways are purposeless. The healthy ways are purposeful. So my suggestion is if you want to have fun, do something purposeful and healthy. Don't do something stupid and that won't get you anywhere in 10 years. Um, but that's like the beneficial and the fun part. But back to the partying thing. Um, another thing that I hate about parties is the abundant sex, like I just said. Um, sex, I believe, is only should be in marriage and that you know marriage is an institution that is not only important, but necessary in society. Um, you see nowadays, people are getting married later and later, having less and less kids. Uh, population is slow. The population growth is slowing down tremendously and there is nothing positive about having less brains on the planet. You cannot convince me that there's any climate implications that are, come better for having less people on the planet. It makes no sense. Um, um, but yeah, so abundant sex in, in parties, it makes no sense. There's nothing good comes out of it. Um, all that comes out of it is lawsuits and abortions, which are another subject. um, and, and honestly, the, the biggest issue is that sex nowadays has become something very, very physical. Um, sex is not a physical thing. It, or It is physical, but it's not only a physical thing. Sex, it, it, it takes your entire, uh, like, human, um, everything that makes you a human. It's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it, it's everything. It literally ties together two people into one, which is why, um, you know, in the church, why is sex allowed in marriage? Because sex is the physical manifestation of the purest form of love. And you cannot love someone if you're not married to them. I I don't think that's that's possible. Um, especially in, in a sacramental church where you know marriage is seen as something that unites the two into one. Sex is that physical, it's the physical part of that sacrament. So the sacraments have a physical and a spiritual element. The spiritual element is a two becomes one. The physical element is to have sex. It's that physical manifestation of that two becoming one. So which is why I think that sex is something way too valuable to be wasting. Um, your virginity is way too valuable to be wasting at at a high school party, especially specifically on Halloween, but in general. Um, you know, And it's just, it makes no sense. There's no benefit that comes out of it. There's only negative things. And for the 30 minutes of, of fun that you're having, it's not worth the, the lifetime of uh, possible consequences. That leads me to my last point, which is arguably the worst thing about modern Halloween, arguably the worst thing. And it's kind of a triggering, su- triggering subject. So if you don't like being triggered, if you have not, first of all, if you're not already triggered, I'm kind of, kind of glad. Um, but if you get easily triggered, I would suggest that you click off of this video. Um, However, I, th- th- this is the hypersexualization of Halloween, and not only just of Halloween, but in general society nowadays is super, super, super highly sexualized. Everything is sold with sex. You know, sex sells, um, and so uh, it's not just Halloween, but in general, the hypersexualization, and this goes really, really, it plays super well into partying. It gives people even more of an excuse to be doing things or dressing up in a certain way, um, that leads to, you know, sexual consequences. And I get it. I'm a teenager. I get it. You know, people, people, people want to have, they want to be sexually fulfilled. And I completely understand that. However, it, it going back to my last point about, you know, sex and and before marriage, there's no benefits coming out of it. And the issue with sexualization, um, uh of of costumes specifically specifically female costumes again this is not a dig at any woman it's got nothing to do with woman I'm not digging at woman uh at all okay just want to make that very crystal clear but specifically costume worn, sorry costumes worn by women and even men um, are super hyper sexualized and the issue with this is that you've now taken something that not only was originally satanic and celebrates the dead but you've put another sin on it and you put another one on it, you, you, so you put the alcohol on it, you put the drugs on it, now you're putting the sex on it and now you're making it so hard to escape. So hard to escape this reality of sex as a society. And the issue is that, is that, you know, the sexualization of, of Halloween, what it does is it makes it 25 times harder for the men who are already going to these parties, thinking that to do something to women or women thinking to do something to men, 25 times harder for them not to do it. And there, there's no bet. There's really, really no benefit. I've never understood, you know, modesty is something that should be cherished. It should be something that is valued. Um, I think that, you know, when women complain that again, this is not a big woman, but when women complain that, you know, men are objectifying them and just using them for their body a lot of that has to do with what you're wearing whether you like it or not whether it's the men's fault for making it that way or not whether it's your fault for dressing up like that or not that's just the reality of it and again this is not a at woman but th- there should be a certain you know standard that you hold yourself to when you wear something in public you know when you're going to a party and you're dressing basically nothing what, wearing wearing basically nothing. I, I agree that a costume is not consent. I agree that lack of clothing is not consent. However, you're, you're not consenting to sex, like you're 100%. However, you are consenting to the idea of you being sexualized. And if you can't get that in your head, then, then I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the reality. If you think that you dressing up in a super revealing costume, is not going to come at the expense of you being sexualized. If you're not giving consent in that form for you being sexualized, then you don't understand what you're doing, and you should probably just stop wearing that stuff. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's consent for a guy to, to have sex with you, but it is consent for you to be sexualized by men. And the same thing goes for for men. If you're wearing something that's a little bit too revealing for women, sure, it's not. Um, it's not consent for them to have sex with you, but it's consent for you to be sexualized by a woman. It, it's very straightforward, right? It, it, but it, you know, the sexualization is just—it's a product. It's—it's it's a product of, of what comes. So, if you're going to dress revealing, don't be surprised when you're sexualized, because that's just the reality of it. Um, and I think—I think it's going to wrap it up. Uh, that was—that's been 30 minutes. That's a pretty pretty good time. I think it's going to wrap it up about my thoughts on Halloween. Um to summarize, I think that Halloween is completely wrong. I think that it's not a holiday and that it should be obviously everyone does whatever they want, but I think that if you are someone who believes in God and you're specifically Coptic Orthodox Christian, Christian in general, you should not celebrate it and I think that Halloween is super hypersexualized as long with everything else on this planet apparently nowadays. So that's something that needs to change and that you know, everyone lives with the consequences of their actions. Um, and that, but that does not give an excuse for, you know, for people's actions, but you know, you do live with what you do. Um, so that'll be all. If you enjoyed this episode of my thoughts on Halloween, be sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. It really helps out the the video. Um, this is pretty controversial and actually we have an even more controversial episode coming out next week. Um, about probably one of the most controversial topics in American politics today. Um, So, you know, stay tuned for that. Make sure to subscribe, turn on post notifications, like the video, uh, leave a comment if you enjoyed it. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we can drop my thoughts on every once in a month or, you know, something like that. And, you know, God first and uh, see you guys later. Thank you.